Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. And we are coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios. Want to see your loan options, adjust payments, and closing costs online in real time? Remember, Rocket can. It's Ken Carmen on CBS Sports Radio. 855-212-4227. 855-212-4CBS. Send the hot takes. At Ken Carmen, C-A-R-M-A-N. Wherever you're at, whether you're listening on good old-fashioned radio, whether you're listening on the radio.com app, whether you're listening on Sirius XM 206, Wherever you may be, however you may be taking it in, we thank you sincerely. And I say that as of this moment, we are on over 200 radio stations all throughout North America. And that is going to be germane to the conversation very shortly. Earlier this week, and I'll I'll let Hickey get his two cents in if he really wants to, and I'm going to want that Jace Tingler audio coming up here in a moment. Earlier this week, and we got worker shoot coming up in 20 minutes, and also, you know, I really wanted a college football season for a multitude of reasons. One was to argue with you. I got the most disrespected quarterback in the NFL. We're going to have a hell of a time over the next couple hours. But earlier this week, Fernando Tetis. Hit a grand slam on a 3-0 count. It was 10-3 at the time, and then all of a sudden he blew the game wide open, and everybody was upset, and I've never got to do this on the air. And I still, now that I've had time to think about it, I want to take it back because these are livelihoods we're talking about. These are how these men feed their families. So when I did hear Jace Tingler, the manager of the San Diego Padres, say this, Probably starts with just you know pick, picking up the sign. I think like the the, the learning opportunity and and just so you know, uh, a lot of our guys have green light, you know, three zero. Um, but you know, in this game in particular, um, you know, we we had a, a little bit of a comfortable lead, and you know we're we're not trying to um, you know run up the score or anything like that. And so uh, you know. Put on the, the the take sign and and um, you know probably probably see a strike right there. I got a little bit upset when I first heard him say that. I got a little bit upset. And I said, you know, if if I own the San Diego Padres, I just don't think you're the right guy for the job. You got in my 21 year old home run hitter's head. He's a fantastic player, and I don't like that. And we got into this whole thing of unwritten rules, and we all made the same old argument of whether or not unwritten rules, if they were that important, write them down. And we did it, and we were supposed to. It was the day it happened, but now it's Saturday, and you've heard it all. And honestly, how many people disagreed? How many How many hosts disagreed? I heard Christopher Mad Dog Russo, who said that, that no, he should have stood there with a the bat on his shoulders, Fernando Tatis Jr., 
And didn't, was it Chris Moore or was it Mark Malusis who might have said the same thing there, Hick? Which one was it? It was Mark Malusis. It was Malusis who said the same thing. And those guys are fine broadcasters. They're fine thought people. They're entitled to their opinion. But we've talked it to death. You know where I stand. And basically, with the exception of two people, everybody agreed with each other. Everybody stood there. And it was a, it was an easy segment. I could stand there and I could damn Jace Tingler. And I could damn the San Diego Padres. And I could damn the Texas Rangers and their manager and I could say that they're all wrong and they're all soft and it's what's the problem with society today I could do that and we all did it we had fun easy segments because nobody disagrees but it made me think of something else folks and this is why I think I can say this I'm a little nervous but I'm gonna do it we are on over 200 radio stations in all of North America Canada, Mexico, the whole shebang. And, of course, the good old U.S. of A. We're on over 200 radio stations, and the argument about Fernando Tatis, which wasn't even an argument because everybody agreed with each other, with the exception of a couple of people. The argument about, uh, about Fernando Tatis Jr. was universally agreed upon. It made me think of something else. It reminded me of the age-old argument on participation trophies and why, and I can finally do this, why I think that the participation trophy argument, quote-unquote, is maybe the greatest false narrative that crosses sports and society over the last 50 years and possibly in the history of our fine country or in the history of our fine world. In In certain circumstances... Participation trophies could be encouraged in certain circumstances. Special Olympics, maybe a couple of other things. Yes, participation trophies are encouraged and and loved because we're talking about something that's even more important than sports. Participating in them in, in general is the win in its own right. But if it were any other thing in run-of-the-mill Little League, in run-of-the-mill CYO basketball or Mighty Might football or whatever it might be, Babe Ruth League, Pony League, Legends League, whatever it might be, participation trophies have been universally frowned upon by our society, but we have this great big argument every time we get to talk about it because somewhere, somehow, there's this person, this 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 person who gives participation trophies and roots for participation trophies, and I have not. And the point of it being is that throughout 200 radio stations all across North America, have you or are you or have you ever met anybody who has been in normal circumstances of regular sports ever been a proponent of participation trophies? I can't think of one. I've never ran into anybody. I'm not one of them. My father certainly isn't one of them. My father's not one of these people who say, well, you're the participation trophy generation. I go, okay, well, hot shot. Now, I didn't get a participation trophy, but if I really were, I wasn't going to Stallhebers, the, the trophy shop, and having it made myself, my father would have had to give me one. So that means that the generation before mine, not my generation, would have been the participation trophy generation. So if you're going to blame anybody for being the participation trophy generation or the millennials, wouldn't it be the people who raised the millennials? Would it not be that? Boom, winner. But I think it's the biggest false narrative in all of America. 
because we have to have something that makes us feel tough. We have to make it something that has to feel important, and it is true. There really shouldn't be anything given. We live in a capitalistic society. We live in a world of winners and losers and people who are doing just okay, but the people who are doing just okay, they don't get anything special for it. At the beginning of the show, I, I brought up the Indiana Pacers. I think the Indiana Pacers are, are the team for America. And you know why? Because I don't have to check in on the Pacers every year. I know exactly where they're at. They're either in the fourth spot, the fifth spot, or maybe the sixth spot in, in the Eastern Conference. You can check just about every year. They're right there. They are classic, they are consistent, and they are the American dream. Two-car garage. Decent enough yard, decent enough neighborhood with pretty decent schools, low taxes. Mom and dad, they drive regular cars. They're not trying to show off every now and then you get to go out to dinner and hopefully your 401k is going to be okay and a nice retirement and everybody's okay. They got two kids, they got a dog, and everything's everything's pretty nice. That's the Indiana Pacers. And in a regular American setting like that, I don't need to give them anything. They don't need a participation trophy because there is no such thing anymore. There might have been a time, America, there might have been a time 10 or 15 years ago that maybe a couple of these organizations said, you know, if we give participation trophies out, maybe some of these kids will come back next year. And maybe they'll stick with the sport. And that's always a good thing. Maybe we'll do that. That's supposed to be the quote-unquote goal of participation trophies. I know it because I'm sad to say I got one. It's true, Hickey. I have actually received a participation trophy, and this is why this is near and dear to my heart. But this was a time, if I was six years old at that time, that puts the timeline at around 1991. That means that it's been nearly 30 years since I received a participation trophy from the Hall of Fame Lanes Ninja Turtle League, the five through seven-year-old division for bowling an average of, I think, 75, maybe 65. I sucked at bowling, and the only reason I ever bowled is because both my parents were really good bowlers. And I got a participation trophy for it. Great, congratulations. You know what? I wouldn't have cared, even if I wouldn't have got a participation trophy. You know why? Because I kicked ass at Street Fighter over in the arcade over at the Hall of Fame lane, so I didn't need a participation trophy. And that's the only one I've ever gotten in my entire life, and I don't have trophies anymore because I'm a grown man, and I have no idea where they were at because that would be a little bit weird if I still had them. But if it is anywhere, I'm sure it's packed away and very, 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 very far away from my memory, and I hope that it is. I hope that of all my things that my father has thrown out from my childhood, those trophies, maybe he wants to hold on to the ones that we won together, but probably he would want to get rid of that one because it had nothing to do with my lifestyle. And that, folks, is the exact argument, is that for the last 30 years when we did experiment with participation trophies, because there was a time we did it, for the last 30 years we've used it as a false narrative when it isn't true. We don't have participation trophies in this country. And I also have another another reason why we don't. Another example of why we don't. Hickey, I told you this yesterday, did I not? Yes. You Tell America, did. the best example of it are commercials. The best example of it are products. You wonder why, and I'm going to take you out to the woods. I'm going to bring you back here in a second. Stay with me, folks. Stay with me, North America. 
You've always wondered why, and every year I do it, you wonder why why aren't the Super Bowl commercials any good? They don't make me laugh anymore. They used to be really, really funny and really, really great, and now they're just nothing anymore. And I go, that's because it's your fault. Anytime anybody tries to be funny or anytime anybody tries to be edgy, you act offended by that. So then you put on your social media that you want to boycott this product and that product, and you want to cancel this product and that product, and they're paying so much money for the spot in the Super Bowl that they know you're already watching that they don't need to be funny. It's too much to them. It's too big of a risk for them to be funny. So here's product A. Please go out and buy product A because I know that there's a lot of people watching this, uh, this commercial right now to go out and buy this product. So we ourselves, you, me, everybody, we have ruined good Super Bowl commercials. And commercials themselves have become antiseptic without any taking any risk whatsoever. But there was one that I saw two years ago, and I thought about it, and I've kept it in my head ever since just for this day. The prime example of participation trophies being the same as the Fernando Tatis Jr. argument where everybody agrees with each other. It is two of the world's greatest straw men we have ever seen. Came from a Toyota commercial that I saw. You probably remember it. I think it was for the RAV4. I'm not necessarily sure. Does Toyota make the Highlander? I think they yes, make the yes, Highlander. They do. do you know? Well, you drive a Highlander, don't you? No, 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 no. Okay, they make the Highlander. Toyota might have been for a RAV4, might have been for a Highlander. I don't know. I'm sure they make a fine automobile. I don't drive one. And in the commercial, little boy comes from, he comes from Little League practice or a Little League game, and he's got a participation trophy there. Dad looks at the participation trophy and says, we won. This is just for participating. Dad takes the placard off of that trophy and with a sharpie writes in winner because they won did toyota get any backlash for that absolutely not did toyota get any pushback from that absolutely not if you are a major corporation you are not interested in upsetting anybody you want to sell cars clothing soft drinks food that's what you want to sell. Shoes. You're not interested in, in offending the principles of America or anybody out there. And if a major corporation like that, who is only interested in getting you to get to a dealership to take a test drive, to check out how cool the dashboard is, then it's got to be true. If they're willing to take that quote-unquote strong stance over participation trophies of all things, America... Lend me your ears and understand it is not a controversy because it's not real. Participation trophies at the very beginning of my childhood were something that I think parents experimented with and then other parents called each other out and it had no, no bearing on my childhood at all. It didn't keep me bowling. I told you before, I'm not good at bowling. I haven't bowled in years. I only bowl once a year at our fan bowl, and we couldn't even have it this year because of COVID. So I really only bowl one time a year, and I suck at bowling. It didn't make me love bowling forever. Just like any participation trophy to any person I'm talking to right now didn't make us love baseball forever or football forever. If there was a participation trophy for football that we ever got, was it going to make you more apt to put on a helmet and run into other kids the next year? Hell no. You just liked it. Because there's certain sports that we like and certain extracurriculars that we like that we want to continue to do. And just like with the Fernando Tatis Jr. argument, 
It's the same as participation trophies. Can it, America, truly be an argument if there's nobody on the other side? So with the exception of a very, very certain few events where participating in the event is the win in the first place, like we mentioned with the Special Olympics, which is a very special thing, something that's near and dear to a lot of people's hearts that is different or separate from what we are talking about here. In any old run-of-the-mill athletics, any old run-of-the-mill contests, is there really anybody truly wanting to give an argument on the other side of participation trophies? And seriously do that? For the first time in my career, I don't think we'll ever get anything on that other side. In fact, I'm willing to put it out there. 855-2124-CBS, 855-2124-227. We do something that's so broad. We, we, we talk to so many people that there always is going to be somebody on the other side. I believe I have found the one issue where there isn't. And it was off the shoulders or off the bat. Thankfully much, he's become now one of my favorite baseball players ever. I get to find the holy grail where nobody disagrees with me thanks to the bat of Fernando Tatis Jr. 855-2124-CBS, 855-2124-227. Do you believe in participation trophies? I bet you wouldn't because that's an insult, probably to your good taste and to your good standards. I'm sure we won't have any calls, but if we do, we'll take them when we come back. If not, it's work or shoot here on CBS Sports Radio. This is the Ken Carmen Show on CBS Sports Radio. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Send your takes at Ken Carmen, C-A-R-M-A-N. I'm looking at Twitter. I'm seeing nothing but people because it's not an argument. So I can't say, oh, these people agree with me, and I'm strong in saying this. No, no, because they all agree with me. Everybody agrees. Dre, participation trophies are what made a bunch of Karens. But it, it, uh, there's no other side. I don't think there's another side. Hickey says we have calls. Hickey. Yes, out of the out of the calls that we have, which we have a ton here, how many of these people actually disagree? I shouldn't say these people. How many of the fine folks on hold actually disagree with? I don't think there's a disagreement. How many people actually disagree on participation trophies? So, out of the six calls we have, four disagree. Or I guess disagree with your stance, and our four participation trophies. So, quick math. What? I don't know what that is, but. That is a, I'll say this, a hefty percentage. They, they believe in participation trophies, so this is yes. actually an argument? This is an argument in their minds, yes. Are you serious? I'm, yes, dead serious. No joking here, Ken. We are serious. This is a serious-ass sports talk show, as you can tell. They, they so they are for, only here. Because I'm not, I, I can't sit there and say I'm the champion of getting rid of participation trophies because I think everybody agrees that, no. I don't even think there's such thing. So I'm going to take calls from people right now, and they're going to say that they are for participation trophies. Most of the calls you will take right now will be for. And yes. this is these are under normal circumstances, because like if a kid has an affliction or something like that. No, yeah, this is youth sports. You're talking right, obviously, and that regular run of the mill, regular run of the mill youth sports. Yes, sir. Your soccer league, the CYO basketball. 
participation trophies are good. So you're in the minority. And that's what Ken. these folks are going to tell. That's what these fine folks are going to tell me. Unless they're lying and just kind of you know trying to get one by me and say something on the air that's different. That is what they told me. How many of these people on hold are going to give me Baba Booey? I hope how none. Many, they all how many calls? Serious. How many calls are sour shoes? How many? I hope I. If I get Baba it's going to be zero or going to be four. Either everyone is just trying to say uh, yes to get on the air and then pull a prank, or everyone is dead serious with the way they feel. In our in my market, we have the eye guy. He does a call and then he goes on into the call and then all of a sudden he's like, I, I, he couldn't swing at the pitch. I think he had something in his eye. <laughs> That's we, he's like been that, that way for like twenty years. The guy's been around for twenty years. The eye guy. And does he like call in different names every time? Yeah. So oh, we're gonna have. So these calls are not. Sour shoes and no, no Baba Booies and no eye guy. No what you're prank me. calls is what I'm These telling These are you. real people who think that, okay, all right, all right, I, I'm going to hear them out. I, res, I try to respect everybody. You catch more flies with honey, this, that, and the other. I'm going to take the calls here. Andy, Wisconsin. Andy, you're next up on CBS Sports Radio. Go ahead. Hey, Ken, can you hear me? I got you. All right. So, first of all, I just want to say I, I'm totally okay with him swinging on the pitch, on the, on, on the 3 0. So, I'm, I'm totally fine with that. Here's the deal. So, I coach youth hockey. Um, uh, five-year-old to ten-year-old, kind of that range there, okay? Okay. So we, we live and die by our home tournaments that we host. That's how we raise all of our money. We have prizes. We have concessions, all that stuff. When the kids come, we have like a swag bag for them. And it's a marketing tool for us. We have to have the kids have fun so the coaches and the parents want them to come back next year because that's how we make our money. So in this swag bag, we get like the coolest trophies, coolest medals, we make them before the tournament starts, so we have no idea what place they're going to take or how well they're going to do. But when the kids get the bag, they see the trophy they, or they, the, the ribbon or whatever it is, and they wear it. They think it's super cool. They get candy. They get gushers, all that stuff. So for us, it's a marketing tool. We need, we need the parents to think the kids had a good time, so they come back next year, and that's how we make our money for our association. That's how we pay so, for all of our expenses. So it's a mar- so the, the participation trophy is a marketing tool? Correct. All right. How much are the how much are each participation trophy? I want to write this down. Here we go. Do you know? Do you got a number for me? Um, I would say so. We buy them in bulk. I bet they come to about probably about five bucks, five bucks a pop. And we have you know we have anywhere from I don't know seventy to ninety kids come to a tournament. Okay, five to ten bucks each. Okay. Yep. All right. Now participation trophies are supposed to be given because hey, you didn't accomplish anything, but you participated, and here you go. What well, about it's a, this? It's a memento to remember the tournament. That's what it is. It's something so they remember what where the tournament about, was and they remember how they had fun. That's that's kind of the idea. A, a memento to remember what? it's a it's a it's a tro- Okay, I'm with you, Andy. I'm with it's you. So they remember it for next year. Like we have to we have to make our mark so they want to come back next year. So our name is on it, our association's on it. Oh, I got a, I got an easy that's I got why. an easy alternative. I got an easy okay. alternative. You ready? Five to ten bucks a piece. I looked this up before the show. All right. Okay. Now I found ones that are eleven ninety seven a piece. I got one that's a silver medal championship cup, that's twenty five bucks. That's a little too expensive for participation trophies. Okay, uh, how about a nice t shirt? <laughs> well, we sell t shirts there. We want them to buy. We don't want to give them a free t shirt because we sell the t shirts there. We want them to buy them because we they buy t shirts. They can put their names on it. Like that's another way we make their money. But I so think that, you would sell inter- the- that would interfere I- with that. I turn around. I say you sell the trophy, and then you give away the T-shirt. Then you make more on the trophy because I'll I'll charge you if you're getting it for five to ten bucks. I'll charge the parent fifteen bucks for the trophy, and then that's on dad and mom to raise the kid for the participation trophy. I don't have to deal with it if I'm you, Andy. You see what I'm doing here? We're coming up with ideas, babe. 
I get it. I get it. But the kids, the kids are jacked about it. Like my my kid keeps his medals that he gets from different tournaments, and he knows which ones. You know, I, really? I don't know. Like it keeps him interested in it. So that's, that's now, the thing is, parents the want tournaments their kids in sports right now. So another question: Are the tournaments like you you said you've had this tournament a long time? Is it a thing? Like all right, where I'm from, where I'm from, wrestling was a big deal. Pro, not professional wrestling. I mean amateur wrestling. Yep. Yep. The it, it was a it was a thing. If your kid was good enough to participate in the Beast of the East tournament, like you, that kid was a shooter. That kid was it, you had a Dan Gable on your hands, right. and they would have shirts and mugs and all that other stuff. Like Dad, Beast of the East. My son's one of the Beasts of the East. Right? Is is it like that? Is that what it is? Where maybe okay, your son is a hockey player, so he participates in all these different hockey tournaments. So so that's part of it. Is that it? So these tournaments are mostly like these are like the the general, like the average teams kind of thing. You know, these aren't like the traveling tournaments. Like those tournaments, you don't get you don't get participation. You get a first, second, third place trophy. That's it. We don't we you don't worry about that as much because those are so expensive that you're making your money on the entry fees and the concessions. For these tournaments, we need we need people to come want to watch. We have, we want kids to want to play, and you know the average kid doesn't know if they want to play the sports every year. You know, it's like the parents want them to be involved in activity, want to be with their friends. These kids want to be on YouTube. They want to play video games. We're trying to convince them they want to stay in sports because we know it's good for them. You know, it's an active activity for them better than sitting on their butts playing video games. So we're trying to, that, that's, that's our battle right now. Like that's my generation. We're trying to keep our kids wanting to do sports because whether they're good or not, they don't care. There is so much for them to do with their home that they don't care about playing sports. We're trying to keep them involved in a good active activity and we've got to we've got to make it fun for them that's that's kind of the battle we're in right now that's why participation trophies are still popular right now because we got to keep these kids wanting to play because they don't want to play sports all right andy i thank you very much for the call and the perspective there you are fighting a good fight god i got three small boys there and i can't imagine having to deal with that already so you're telling me he's telling me basically axel's just going to want to stay home and play video games all day and, and and look at twitch and all that stuff is that what he's telling me, Hick? I guess, yeah. In the, in and the only way. way, the only way to save my son from doing that is to give him a meaningless trophy. Well, that's the thing I would push back upon. I I like the marketing aspect. I think it's a good argument. But to your point, right? Like, I wouldn't the game itself, playing hockey, playing with kids, playing the sport, be the reason you come back not to get a trophy? Exactly. Exactly. No one plays for the trophy themselves. Now, when what when I was a you know what we're gonna do this again on the other side. All right, eight five five two one two four CBS. Now that was one. That was one. Out of 200 radio stations. Not too terrible. We got other people on hold. I'll get to the people on hold. Because I still don't believe it's an actual argument. And he gave a couple of good reasons, even though I thought my idea to give out a t-shirt and to sell the trophy was actually better. What do you think about that, Hick? Did I get him on that one? I do like that one. It's a good idea. Yeah, I like that. You like that one right there. All right. 855-2124-CBS. All that and the most disrespected quarterback in the NFL coming up at 1 p.m. Eastern. It's Ken Carmen on CBS Sports Radio. This is the Ken Carmen Show on CBS Sports Radio. I'm already looking at the tweets. By the way, the toll-free line, 855-2124-CBS, 855-2124-227. Brought to you by the fine folks at Geico. Geico.com, they can save you 15% extra. There's an extra 15% credit on car, motorcycle, and RV policies. That's on top of what Geico could already save you. What are you waiting for? Visit Geico.com to learn more, all right? It's fantastic stuff. I'm looking at the tweets. The reactions are, are killing me here. I'm, my mind is blown right out of my head. My whole tree is lifted off right now. Mike near Jacksonville sends the tweet, which, by the way, as an aside, 
Mike's a hardcore Jaguars fan, and he's part of the reason why I hate when we look at different teams. We say, "Oh, this team can move, and that team can move." Whenever they're in, they're in trouble of moving. I I get really irritated about that because we always go, "Well, you know, people don't go to this team and that team." Well, it doesn't mean there's not hardcore fans of that team. Mike will defend the Jaguars any day, any time of the week, any time we talk about it here on this show. So he's part of the reason why I always get a little bit nervous. That's a quick aside, and why I don't like hearing about teams moving because no matter where they're at. There's people there that live and die with them and love them dearly for, for a multitude of reasons. He says, Ken, I think the problem is calling them, quote-unquote, participation trophies. There's nothing wrong with recognizing a kid with a memento for having having been a good teammate, gone to all the practices, and worked hard and had a good attitude. The losers know who they are. A memento? I'm not against an end of the season, I know we're dealing with this now, so it's it, it's going to sound bad now. I'm not against an end of the season pool party. We were sponsored by someone, by a guy who owned a video store called Video Tracks. They also had the Western Doors hick, if you know what I mean. Great place. And he had us out there every year. He had this huge house. I mean, this guy, it, he owned like a few video stores. He had to be a mobster. There's not a chance in hell this guy wasn't a mobster because the size of the house that this guy had, you don't just get that house just by running a couple of video stores, okay? There's no way. Home Alone was big. You can't be telling me you rented out Home Alone that many times you were able to make that much. But he was a great guy. Great to us. And we'd have this big end-of-the-year pool party out there every year. Food. Drinks for the parents, the whole thing, it was great. Wonderful guy. Wonderful sponsor. And we were good, so we actually got his money's worth out of it. But we never got participation trophies. I told you the story. I got a participation trophy when I was five, six years old. Bowling. Didn't make any change. My boss texted me during the break. My boss says, yeah, I always got participation trophies growing up. My boss is 15 years older than me. You got participation trophies. I'm not against a memento. When I was a little kid and we played Little League football, our team was kind of middle of the road. They were over 500. And we got, I remember we got Christmas ornaments. We I played for the Dolphins and we got Christmas ornaments. And I played for the Cowboys and I just had the memory. I don't know if we got anything. I just had the memory of, I told you guys this a million times, the head coach's wife showed up because the head coach was having an affair with her sister. Now, that was entertainment. That was worth the 60 bucks it cost to be in the league. That day, I'll never forget. Anybody who played on that Cowboy team, they'll never forget that. We were as close to the White House in Arlington to the real thing that you could find in Perry Youth football then, boy. I'll tell you that, Hick. Hickey, did you ever get a participation trophy? Oh, yeah. But that's a, did- like, the, the point you make is great, though. This is amazing. We aren't the ones clamoring for it. I'm 10 years old. Like, I had fun playing soccer. I had fun wow. playing baseball with my friends. We have, you know, it depends, like, you know, what league it was. But, you know, you have an end of the year, like, block party or something like that. They gave us some trophies out. But, right, it's the adults that make it. Let me get to the phones. 855-2124-CBS. Gregory in Atlanta. You're next up on CBS Sports Radio. Go. But How you doing, bud? Doing well, Gregory. Go ahead. Vincent, uh, I, I coached uh, USSA, YBOA, and AAU, and I think if this is putting the uh, right perspective, it's not a problem either way. Uh, and I did it simply for my kid. My, my kid uh, showed very early that he liked basketball. He was going to be good, so I put him in a rec 
league and saw that the coaches there were just dads. But since I had played ball, my wife had played, I took the team. And when I took that team, it's just a wreck, mind you. Uh, you know, uh, you, you got a kid, a lot of kids are coming out there to be babysitted, man. They're <laughs> not going to oh, That's true. That's true. I'm just telling you. Oh, you my, know, no, my, gonna... Gregory, my dad was our, oh, he was our baseball coach and that was his biggest complaint because there were a couple of kids that basically their moms left them off for babysitting. But Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, we had one kid on a fast break, this kid stopped and ties his shoe. Okay. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, so, but of course my kid went on. With the YBOA, use that stop at USSA. When you start getting closer to AAU, you're not getting a participation trophy, man. And nor do those kids want it because these are the kids that are going to be players. Okay? They're trying yeah. to get ranked. They're trying to get noticed. They want people to know who they are. You had one of those kids, like my son, would have never taken a trophy like that when he was playing competitive because we did very well. But when they're young like that, you're in that setting. You know, you, hopefully as a coach, you want to do more with these kids that you know that's never going to pick up a basketball. You want them to enjoy that experience because you know that probably two years from now, they, they'll they never participate. So I just think in that setting, but when you're talking about these competitive kids, mm-hmm. no, nah, man, they're, they're, they're the coaches or the parents or nobody's interested in just getting something because they play. Yeah, we well, Rec League, Rec League, and, and Gregory, thank you very much for the call. Like, Rec League, I still think it's like, okay, you know who the winners are, you know who the losers are, and I still don't think there's such a thing as quote-unquote losers. You know you participated, you know you went to all the practices. If your team wasn't that good, your team wasn't that good. I almost think, if it, listen, I knew a lot about sports when I was a kid, or I, you know, I had the baseball cards, the whole thing. For a seven-year-old, I would have known a lot. I don't think I know a lot. Who knows how much I, depending on how you guys feel, who knows if I know a lot now, but as a seven-year-old, I knew about winners and losers and the whole thing. If we were 1-15 in in Perry T-Ball and I got a trophy for it, it was almost a slap in the face to me. Why am I getting a trophy for losing? I don't need a trophy for losing. I have memories with my friends. I have probably some sort of other memento. So even in rec league, it's like, well, do I have to have a participation trophy where we had the guy call in from Wisconsin, Andy in Wisconsin City, and get a participation trophy, five to ten bucks bulk? Right here on allsportsuniforms.net, I can get you a hickey listen to this. The adult version. Retail 34, I can get it to you, $25.99, a full zip lined warm-up jacket. 25 bucks. I bet if I buy them in bulk, I could get it down to 20 bucks each. That is think? sweet. I'd rather have that over a trophy. What do you think? That is. Would you not want to have one of those? 100%. The swag is always better than a trophy. You play on the. You play in, in, in Altoona, Pennsylvania. You play in the rec league. You play for the Kings. How about a nice purple warm-up jacket? They got that here. I bet I can, I bet I can get them to knock it down to 20 bucks a pop. Boom. There you go. 10 kids. Off we go. And it says Kings on it. I bet I could put Kings on it for 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 maybe a couple of bucks extra. Money well spent. Rather have that. Would rather have that than a participation trophy that'll probably just get thrown into a toy box. Back to the phones. Gary, he's on Rocky Top. He's next up on CBS Sports Radio. Gary, go. Hey, Cam, enjoying your show. Hey, look here. When I drive my 64-year-old truck driving derriere across the finish line, it's the Knoxville Marathon, 26.2. Damn it, there better be a marathon medal waiting for me, just like uh, the same one that a few thousand other people get. Now, I'm about six hours, or well, maybe three hours behind the guy that wins the thing, but it doesn't matter. Everyone that goes there wants that marathon medal at the end of it. Uh, a marathon, okay. A marathon, 
Okay, you got me on that one. A marathon's tough. I can't run a marathon. Only certain few people can run a marathon, Gary. You should get something for participating in or, or ah, finishing a marathon. You should get something for finishing a marathon. You got that on me. But I've been, I've been there to cheer on marathons. Obviously, I haven't participated in one. And it's really a big moment. People, That's why I, I think it's almost the extenuating circumstances, Gary. Thank you for the call. Like, I think it's separate from regular sports. Because if it's, if it's a marathon, you're cheering for people to finish it. And they're also they're running for good causes. They're running for charities. Somebody might have passed away and they're running in their honor. One of those things. So if they finish it, plus, I mean, 22 miles in one day is a hell of a long way to run. So fine. Do you would you rather have the would you rather have the participation medal? Let me ask you this: If you ran a marathon, would you rather have that medal, or would you rather have that window cling that you put on the back of your car that tells everybody in the world that you're a runner? Thirteen point one miles, twenty-two point whatever miles. This is what I run. Da 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 da. Eight five five two one two four CBS. Back to Wisconsin, Bill. Wisconsin, you're next up on CBS Sports Radio. Go. Hey, thanks for taking my call. Um, I, I agree with a lot of the points everyone's making. Uh, um, I think it's important for people to have to feel validated, and participating is uh, uh, a good way to validate. I don't think a lot of parents are going to be discouraging their kids, telling them, oh, they're not very good, uh, and that's why you didn't get a third, third place trophy. You, you know, you got to think about what, what, what? Nothing. Go ahead. Oh, you got to think about what it, what the trophy means to people. And when he talks about uh, Special Olympics, it's okay to give them trophies. Like they're like people need to feel validated, and I think that's the point. And if little kids get a trophy, who cares? You know, and I'd rather have a T-shirt too. But you know, I how appreciate about this? the conversation. Bill, Bill, how old are you? How old are you? Let me ask you that. Forty. You? I'm forty. You're forty. Okay, we're in the we're yeah. we're kind of almost in the same age group. Yeah. I looked this up before the show as well. I did a lot more research on this than I did anything with playoff basketball or hockey. I can get you a nice satin jacket, $23 from Epic Sports. What do you think? That ain't my style, you know? Like You um, don't like a satin jacket? <laughs> no you way, have, man. Oh, man, are you crazy? A nice, <laughs> nice-ass satin jacket that has, like, the old NFL satin jackets or maybe an old NBA satin jacket. That's not your style, Bill? No, I'm, I, look, I would love to Damn. get I'd rather get some swag. I'd rather get some swag. You're right. But at the same time, I think it's important. Uh, it keeps kids interested, keeps kids coming back, use it as a marketing tool, and then sell the T-shirts or what? Mix, you know, mix and match, whatever. But I think it's important. People love to feel validated. All right, and Bill. Parents, thank- and parents but, should be encouraging their kids to do stuff. Bill, thank you very much for the call. I do okay. I can see I can see your point there. But I would rather have so I'd rather have a piece of clothing. It means I'm part of the group. It means that I partic- I, I participated with the group. I did more. I don't need a trophy. Trophies are for winners. By definition, trophies I, I I haven't looked up the definition right now, but by definition, trophies are for winners, are they not, Hickey? They are. Bleed blue. What are your what are your feelings on Letterman jackets or participation trophies? Something something to say slash reminding you what you did, which you were a part of the memories. I had a Letterman jacket in high school. I actually had two letters, Hick. How you like that, huh? Wow. Yeah, I was double a Letterman jacket. I was a real Bruce Jenner then, huh? <laughs> on top of it. 
Was a real. I ran. I didn't. I did not run the decathlon, by the way. Uh, that seemed like the event. Or, perfect not, well, for not you. Caitlyn Jenner. Sorry, I, 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 I didn't run the decathlon. We had the decathlon. I threw shot and disc, and I legitimately threw long enough to. I, I legitimately did shot put long enough to get a get a letter, and I did play the twenty quarters necessary the senior year to get a letter, because every senior got it. But I had to. I, I wanted to earn it the right way, and I was able to earn it the right way. But that letter, and this is a great tweet here. That letter doesn't change anything about that because you think about it. I tell I tell everybody all the time because I'm I, I can't go skip Bayless and say that I oh, I was a great player on the basketball team, just like he did when people found out what he actually averaged on on his basketball team. I was not a good football player. I would say I was a bit of a pant load. I tried. I got pity minutes. That's why I was able to get those get that trophy literally and, and be able to actually have it. But in all honesty, no, I was not very good whatsoever. I wore it because that's what I wore in high school. That's what you did. And then after high school, you shouldn't wear a Letterman jacket because it's – folks, I got to tell you, if you wear a Letterman jacket after high school, you're weird. If you're, if you're going to college and you're wearing your high school Letterman jacket, it's a little bit off-putting. 855-2124-CBS. All right. I'll try to get to some more of the calls on this. I got a question I got to ask myself. And, folks, Derek Carr says he feels disrespected, which is silly – but I know a quarterback who is. It's Ken Carmen on CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 